Okay, this podcast is brought to you live from Wrestling on the Road, live from iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcasts from. No, it's just a lie. It's just iTunes, Podomatic, and SoundCloud. Just can't afford the rest. Um, we are currently sponsored by Standring and Hair Designs. Check them out on Facebook. Also, PNB Wrestling Clothing. Again, check them out on Facebook. And a quick shout out to the Indie Corner. My mate Stuart Rogers and Matt Clarkson. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. We are currently on our way to pick up a few friends. We were on a stag do last night. Um, a lot of people were very highly intoxicated with uh, a high level of alcohol. Um, and I am stone cold sober. So, all good for me. Uh, with me is the German Eagle. Hello, people. Um, I have known Eagle for coming up to three years now. Um, this is quite formal for a part for my podcast. It's not normally this formal. Um, anyway, let's let's just scrap this bit and let's just fucking talk. Um, so I remember meeting you in Mansfield in England, and you'd come over to do a show. We won't mention the company because I'm not going to give them a plug. We're not going to mention the idiots that run that show because I'm not going to give them a plug neither. Um, <laughs> I was told by one individual um, that he inspired you to be a professional wrestler, um, <laughs> which I think is bullshit, really, because you've been wrestling a lot longer than what he claimed. Um, so we met in Mansfield, and you were due to wrestle, weren't you? Yes, uh, actually, I uh, I met the man on a on a, on a browser game on the internet where uh, he told me that he's actually a, a professional wrestler in uh, England. So uh, <coughs> just to clarify, he wasn't. He was just another guy who. <laughs> Possibly would wrestle once in a fucking blue moon, but he's a professional wrestler because that one wage would cover all of his bills for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I saw my chance to uh, somehow get a foot into a British wrestling company, and uh, yeah, I uh, got that booking together, and uh, so I flew out to. Uh, my first time ever to Britain to uh, wrestle on that show. Unfortunately, uh, you were injured. Yes, I was injured. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I snapped my ankle from uh, uh, from a training of wrestling two weeks before that, and so actually I couldn't wrestle a single match. But uh, I couldn't cancel my flight, which uh, in a late way was uh, was a good sign. So I. It was a blessing in disguise. It was. That's what I call it. So I, <laughs> Fate. Uh, Fate. So I really uh, made my way to uh, to the UK. And I only did uh, the rumble then. But uh, yeah, that's why <coughs> I, uh, I met you, Chris. And, uh... First of all, who's Chris? This is Birchall talking here. I don't know who Chris is. I, I, all okay. right. I don't know who he is. Never heard of him. Never heard of the lad. I've heard he's a stand-up guy, though. Um, yeah, so 
you got involved in my match with Freddie Nova. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Freddie Nova um, was my opponent, and I was the current champion of that federation at the time. <clears throat> and it was it was a two out of three falls match. At first. At first, yeah. The opener. It was the opener. Yes, it was. Yeah, because the uh, the battle royal was the main main uh, event, apart from some shitty hardcore match that was awful. And then I don't know if you remember going to the rum, going to the battle royal thing. Um, they didn't sweep the the ring, <laughs> no, and there no. were there were thumbtacks or uh, drawing pins left in the ring. There was <laughs> glass still in the ring, and everyone was like, "This is really unsafe. We shouldn't do this." And Everyone went out and, and did it, but it was like, oh my god, you have to clear the ring. Yeah. Rumble started out of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, he did, didn't it? It was random. I think you met, didn't you meet Big Dan on that show? Yes. He did a handicap match? I can't remember. Yes, him and another guy. <clears throat> no, no, it was, it was a two-on-one. And I believe it was... I can't remember. It was, yeah, it was Big Dan versus, I want to say Nightmare and <clears throat> Brute Squad or Brute Force or uh, some, some big guy, Brute, Brute Squad, I think it was. But by trade, he was a magician and he, yes. was, he was bloody awesome as well. Such a yeah, lovely guy. A the other guy was a dick, but... He was wearing a key. Yeah. But he had like a six foot mohawk and he was about 25 stone. He was just a dude. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so you got involved at the end of my match by clobbering Freddie with a chair. And I mean clobbering. Uh, Freddie was yes. Freddie was slightly concussed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just remember ducking and hearing the sound and thinking, shit, I'm glad that wasn't me. Um, yeah, and then, uh... It was one of the hardest chair shots I ever... <clears throat> it, was, it was good. It was uh, to swing, I think. You were. God, did you ever. Um, and I believe the plan was to bring you back for another show, but... Yes, um, it never happened. <clears throat> no, just... Kind of what do, we, do we say politics? I don't know. Now, I, got, I got to be honest with you, Eagle, right? I, I'm going to be dead straight. When the first time I heard that a German wrestler was coming to the company, right, and I was like, why? Like, no, no disrespect to you, but why on earth would a small company spend so much money on bringing someone in and them not wrestling? Actually, they didn't spend no money. Yeah, <laughs> that's very well, you know what I mean. Well, apart from they paid the flights, do you know what I mean? Yes. So, obviously, you paid for your petrol and your car park and whatnot, yes, but yes, they yes. they paid for your flights. <clears throat> um, but I just, I was like, I'll be honest, I was dead against it. I was like, hell no, what's the point? Like, we, the, the company isn't big enough to bring in like stars from abroad. Like, why, why don't you just build the company from, you know, from the beginning? Now, obviously, um, the guys they had at training was. Um, different shall we say so what, what was your thought coming into England for the first time um, 
is uh, was like uh, like you know Britain from here. Just stepped out of the plane and it was raining. <laughs> so that was my uh, uh, my first view of Britain. But actually, I like it. It's, uh, it was Chesterfield or where we were living. I think it was Chesterfield. Chesterfield, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, an old little town, and uh, I love the way they have the houses built. It looks, uh, it looks a little bit like the north, up north of Germany. So uh, I really enjoyed being there. You're probably the only person that actually likes Chesterfield. Gone. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's just it. And, uh, yeah, I remember being at a. Are we on about the venue? No, no, not the venue. It's uh, uh, Games Workshop. <laughs> Games Workshop? Why, so Nottingham? That, yeah, so that uh, wow. made me a little, feel a little bit like home. Because, uh, last time I was in a Games Workshop was when I was uh, about 14. Is Games Workshop German? Um, I don't know if it's a German company, but uh, we have Games Workshops over here. So when I used to play pen and paper games when I was a school kid, I spent a lot of time there. I've never actually played games. Well, no, I used to paint the the Citadel miniatures. You know the uh, the Warhammer stuff. Oh yes. Yeah. So I used to paint the little. I used to love painting the patches of the shoulders because it was smooth and I didn't have to do anything else but just paint. So <clears> that was. You painted them like the the Road Warriors. I'll not lie. They were black and red. <laughs> um, I think one was silver and black as well. But I don't know why. I never actually did. Did I do blue and black? I don't know. Can't remember. I don't know. But I never understood the games. Like, my brother was massively into it. Like, he paint for hours. And, like, my dad loved it. And I was like, how on earth do you understand what what you're supposed to do? It didn't make sense. That was way expensive. Those, oh, hell yeah. All those <clears throat> tiny little figures. Yeah, and it was just plastic. It, is, it was just plastic, like, no offense to Games Workshop, but nope. it was plastic models. It doesn't change today. Is it still going? I think so. I know there's a, there's a couple of Games Workshops near where I live, but, nah, not for me. <clears throat> not for me. So you enjoyed Chesterfield. You obviously enjoyed your first experience in the ring. Um, in, in England to an extent minus the injury um, and then you and me got talking didn't we we were like Facebook friends and <clears throat> we were like just talking in general like, hey how's you and stuff and then the option or the yeah the option came about to offer me a spot at a show and again we will uh, not plug these guys <laughs> um so we kind of like, you guys You guys brought me over um, and we tagged for the first time and it was against the Gridiron, um, Aaron Insane, Chris Rush and do you know what, the only thing I remember about that match was my entrance 
And do you remember I had like the the uh, Team GB wristbands? <laughs> so I was a good, I was a face, okay. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to give my wristband away to somebody. Um, so I threw it in the crowd, and I didn't throw it like in a slow motion way. I I I threw it forcefully, and it hit somebody in the face quite hard. Um, to which they then picked it up and threw it back at me. Um, <laughs> Which got me a bit of heat, and uh, <laughs> needless to say, she wasn't a fan. And I, I think her boyfriend was less than impressed with the Brit that just threw something in his girlfriend's face. Um, but I remember the match being good. Um, what, like, why? How long would you had you been wrestling at that point? <clears throat> Let me think. Um, let's go back, guys was about only two years of ring experience and uh, <coughs> nine months of training. That's, that's okay. That's cool. What uh, do you I had to say that I was a little bit gifted. It was easy for me to learn all the basic stuff. So that's why they, I was given the chance of a, of a match very, very early. What's... <clears throat> okay, just um, on the basis of training, what's your ethos on Because obviously you have uh, trainees at CWE, uh, classic, classic Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook, check it out, like the page. Um, but what, like, for me, like, I, I was training for a year and a half before I even got, got in a ring. Is that the kind of philosophy that you bring in your training to your trainees? Like, you say, look, you can come train, but it's going to be this amount of months or this amount of years before you're in the ring. What's what's? what's I think your you, can, you can say uh, when you. Uh, it depends on where you come from. Yeah. When you uh, come from another sports like football or any kind of team sports, it is uh, a little bit easier to. Uh, Stand through the, the condition stuff and uh, do all the all the, all the strength uh, training, but um, it's hard when you come from a from a fighting sport like karate or judo or, yeah. or whatever. It's uh, really really hard to. Uh, so what you're saying is, if you're a natural athlete and you already partake in sport in Germany then you might be able to pick it up a little quicker than someone who maybe doesn't do something in that like the cardiovascular side of things because <clears throat> like no disrespect to you know karate and judo and all that uh, but that's a skill that's a, a, a different mindset whereas in football it's just strength conditioning uh, plenty of cardiovascular and at the end of the day you just kick a ball yes do you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? um so you've got trainees, and th those trainees, from what I've seen, um, have evolved uh, as people. <clears throat> um, on that note, I want to put a shout out to Ben, uh, one of uh, Eagle's trainees, who unfortunately has a underlying heart condition, uh, which means he's unable to train for the foreseeable future. Um, best wishes, mate. I hope you get better because that guy has got some talent. Yes. That guy is is you know for. His size is 
he's just does things that I I can't do or I just don't want to do because I make it look shit. <laughs> uh, so I hope you're getting all right, getting on well, Ben. Um, hopefully we'll see you soon. So you've had trainees like um, that have gone on to other shows and they've been really well received. Is that that's down to your training? Like, are you proud of them? Like your not your kids, but like they are they are students they're your babies is it nice to see that it actually is to see uh, how they the trainees or especially Ben works with all the stuff I was able to to gave him in uh, all the training sessions and it's uh, great to see him working in the ring with uh, everything he brings to his character, from yeah. his character. Yeah, because he, he debuted in the Rumble as oh, something Dos Santos. <laughs> yes, that was, was brilliant. <laughs> that was, I, I, Juan Dos Santos. I think if he, if he comes back, there's a gimmick there. you got t-shirts, mask. Oh, the guy was like, <laughs> it was just great. Um, until he like chopped me and punched me in the face um, <laughs> yeah as hard as he could as hard as he bloody could um, nah he's a good guy um, so yeah so you're I mean what kind of like obviously you have a lot of trainees come through the, the you know the doors at CWE and um, people then get onto shows who's been like your most successful sort of trainee would you say of you know who's who's gonna make something of themselves in, in, in German wrestling that's a pretty tough question and that's it I, I, I you know I come with tough questions um, <coughs> I think we had some uh, very talented guys but um, it's, uh, it's ugly to see what they do with their talent because uh, they st stop going to training regularly and uh, yeah, it's really sad to see. But uh, come back to the question, I think uh, Benjamin is uh, the best one we uh, best one you had had in the, in the, in the, in the last few years. As we are just going for two years. Yeah. But um, I think he's the best guy. We. He's the best all-round guy, isn't he? Yes. <clears throat> we don't mean rounders in fact. We mean rounders in like technically. He's technically he's good. He's a high flyer. He's got good cardio. Um, he's got good, good knowledge of the sport. Um, good shape. Good. Yeah. Good shape. Good gimmick. Good image. So hopefully, he will be. He'll be uh, out there. Uh, at some point so moving on from training so we did the uh, we're going back to the, the, the first show so we did the match with Gridiron and we then we then wrestled Gridiron again uh, in a six man yes and it was ourselves and Dean Jasman I remember yes. welcome to the Dean Zone Good lord. Uh, sorry, I was really cringy, but still. Uh, good guy. Um, against Gridiron and 
Who's the Turkish guy? <clears throat> Aslan Ankara. Okay, As As Aslan Ankara. Um, for you guys who couldn't understand the German. Um, <laughs> and my Turkish is very, very bad. It's all right. I'll, I'm not a fan of turkey. Chicken I can have, but turkey. Although if you get lean turkey, it's a lot more protein. Um, yeah, and we had the six-man tag. Um, and we were victorious in that, I think. Nope. So, no? No. Were we not? No. Oh, man. Jasmine uh, was a good point in our match. You lost. Ah, right. Okay, yeah, because... Remember when uh, Aaron and <coughs> Rush hit us with the, with the topi and the... And the, 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 the swat, yeah, swanton suicide dive or whatever it was. Over the top rope. <coughs> yes, I do remember now. The quarters of God, yes. I've slept since that match, but yes, that's uh, that's correct. Um, and then we wrestled Dr. Carson Crank and Jade, and we beat them. I remember that one because I did. What did I do? I think I did a fallaway slam on Carson Crank, and the crowd went absolutely nuts. And then. I got all excited and like did the Jerry Lawler strap down and I was like, giving it the big one. And then I got a, um, a Michinoku driver for my, <laughs> for my, uh, my efforts. Um, <clears throat> that was a good, good little match. Um, and we've we've, we won. So we, actually, we never lost in that company. We never, no, we didn't actually. Well, technically we lost the three man. Yes. Thanks to Dean Jasmine, you, you dumbass. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> thank you for ruining our uh, our win loss record. Um, but we won the tag titles in Berlin for all of yes, all of our uh, thirty seconds, and then Mini Brock Lesnar pinned me. <laughs> this guy, I kid you not, Great. he was a foot taller than a midget, and I can say that <laughs> he was, and he looked like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he was great. stacked. And it was the best cosplay I've ever seen. And it was like, it was just a, I'm going to say, it was a clusterfuck of a match. Yes. Um, three teams against, three teams against us with little or no experience, um, apart from uh, Tarkan Aslan yeah, and, and Lucky, Lucky Kid. Lucky kid. Uh, those guys were pretty decent. Um but the other two teams just were really, really green. And they put the tag, the tag straps on one of the green teams that had only just been put together. Uh, I would have put it on Tarkan and, and, and Kid because they were regulars and they, they the crowd knew, knew who they were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when, that was a, a scramble match. So yeah, so they put the, uh, the tag straps on... The two guys, I can't think of what they were called. Uh, it wasn't Mini Brock and thingy, it was yeah, the, the... The Vice Brothers. The Vice Brothers, yes! Who looked nothing alike. Yeah, they were white. Oh yeah, they were white, <laughs> but, but that's about as good as it gets. Um, yeah, so we did the tag match in Berlin. Um, and then, predominantly, because next obviously... Day. Hey? Next day we went to... Uh, Remember? Oh, for uh, Dockers. Yes. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and that was 
The first match was a triple threat against Schmitty. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No? Was it singles? First one we had. No, we did the, we did the triple threat match with Schmitty first, and then we and then you and me had a singles match, <coughs> and then uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was. Um, yeah, because I remember him turning up to a. Uh, he turned up to the venue in a suit, didn't he? He looked like Hitman from the computer game. Yeah. He was quite posh. And I remember sitting talking to him. Do you remember the message he sent me on on uh, Facebook? And I said to him, it's like, oh, what do you do? What, like, what's your moveset? And he turned around and he went, everything you see on TV. And my initial reaction was like, fuck's sake, here we go. Um, and I kind of remember you telling him what to do in the shine. Yes. Because we asked him I what remember. his shine was. I remember, yeah. <clears throat> and he said he could do anything. Could do, yeah, he could do anything he wants. And I think he ended up doing like two arm drags and a drop kick, I think it was. <laughs> Which. I can do a powerbomb. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a powerbomb after after the clothesline. It's like, nah. <laughs> no, mate. No, mate. So that, that, was, that was the first match we had there for Dockers. And then we had. Probably one of the best matches we've had together. It's certainly one of the best matches I've had for a long, long time. And that was our singles. Uh, you beat me there, didn't you? Yes, the better man won. No, he fucking didn't. <laughs> Winning isn't everything. No. Um, yeah, that's... It, it's not. It's not. Don't fucking listen to this bell. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then we wrestled in Switzerland for, yes. I want to say, Swiss Power Wrestling. I think it was Swiss Power Wrestling. And that that was like a... Five-hour drive through a hundred tunnels. Yeah, literally, <laughs> Switzerland is swamped with tunnels. It's made of tunnels. Um, and we ended up wrestling in like a, like a club that was underneath a, an Irish bar. Yeah, an Irish pub. In Geneva. And... Um, we got there for, I don't know, three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. And we didn't wrestle till like half 11 at night. Just sitting there. And we just sat there and we drank beer and we ate food. And we just, we just pissed it about, really. Didn't do, <laughs> didn't do a whole lot. Um, and after like, no, because I, I thought the show started at nine. And he's like, no, no, we started at 10 and that's when the club opens. And then we were like, okay, 10 o'clock, fair enough, we'll do, do the match, 20 minutes, job done. Oh, no, no, we're starting at 11 now because there's not enough people. And then when there was enough people, they postponed it another half hour because other wrestlers hadn't turned up. And we were like, well, why didn't he tell us to turn up at like 10? We could have had a, we could have had a day in Switzerland. We could have, we could have had a day in Switzerland. In Switzerland. Um, Instead, we said in an Irish pub. Yeah. And we got free drinks because I was British. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Yeah, you can have, you can have unlimited pints." So, I, so I had like one. Um, yeah, it was. It was expensive, wasn't it? Although I said that when we got when we got across the border and we went to buy 
at McDonald's, <laughs> and that was 15, no, it wasn't, it was Burger King. Burger King. And it was 15 pounds, English pounds, for a double rodeo burger, and that was just a medium meal. That wasn't large or super size or whatever, that was just the box standard meal. Um, that was expensive. And I believe you beat, you beat me in that match as well. In the best event, Yeah, bullshit. Um, and then we drove all the way back the same night. Yeah, we fell. We fell asleep in the car like three times, <laughs> and you kept me awake by snoring. And um, <laughs> it was, as I recall cold. it, it was it was just yeah. Well, we got to see the Alps, which is pretty cool. Sleeping near the Alps. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Um, no blankets, wearing shorts. Yeah. And then, uh, I think that's, we haven't really clashed against each other since then, have we? Since Switzerland? Nope. Where we, um, um, we do the performer's gimmick, which is uh, myself, uh, Eagle, Carsten Crank, and Master J. And we are collectively known as the performers. Uh, that's a new generation wrestling. Um, and then, obviously, we've been a tag team for, what, three years now? Yes. And we're currently in the World Series of Tag Team Wrestling at CWE. I've got a bit of a feud going along with uh, a, a tag team called Always Horny. They are. <laughs> they're, they're young, dumb, and full of crap. Um, but, yeah, Burnfjord and... Your Johan Schuster. Um, now we got the better of them on the last show. Um, beat the hell out of them. Yeah, we did. We didn't cheat. We didn't do anything bad. We just beat them fair and square. Um, but one thing I do want to touch upon before we get, you know, we go through the nicey nicey bit. One thing I do want to touch on is that during the uh, Battle Royal, which was to determine a place in the title tournament. Um, I won it last year, and I was about to win it for a second year in a row, and then this idiot eliminated me. I want you to explain yourself, okay, because I'm not that impressed with it. So, so yeah, so just, you know, fucking explain yourself, because if we'd have stick together, we could have we could have won it, and it cost us both it. So it was all um, it was all for the team, at least. Even if we were in the uh, final two, I, someone has to be eliminated. We should have been you. I don't think so, but um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's so that's your excuse. For yeah, eliminating me, but I was all for the team, and uh, <coughs> yeah, I'll tell you, that, I had you twice. So uh, that's bullshit. That is bullshit because you yeah, knew I was you. The man, so I no, you were the man. Should have won no, the rumble. No, you shouldn't. Well, you didn't win, did you? Yeah, you, you eliminated the, me. You know, bollocks. You you were, no, you took out the guy who was going to win it, and then you decided to try try and win it, and that backfired. So your plan to make us look like a, a cohesive unit. Backfired, which now puts me in doubt with tagging with you. 
because we have a show on the 26th of September and now I'm a little apprehensive about team I know there's, a, there's not a lot about blood there but you can't just eliminate your tag team partner and then you know not everything be all you know dandelions and roses not all plans are good plans <laughs> you're fucking yeah you're damn right you're damn right so we'll see what happens in, in September because all I say is just watch your back but just one bad decision won't split the best tag team in Europe very true but it was your bad decision that wasn't my decision if you remember I had my back turned so technically you're a coward just putting that out there hey not here to judge so anyway let's move on because uh, I'm going to get quite pissed off with this <clears throat> um, so uh, going back to your career then um, spent a lot of time um, wrestling all around Germany um, what's been like your, your favourite match that you've had or any experiences that you've had that you want to share? down to uh, make a decision which was the the best one I ever had it, uh, I have to say with all the chemistry and the build-up it was uh, my match against Berenga kind of a Nordic warrior when uh, I lost at the title tournament final to him <laughs> but I think that was a uh, one of my best singles matches, or the best singles match. <coughs> what? Just explain a little about who Baranga is, because obviously the, the audience won't know who this guy is. But like, what's his what's his gimmick? What's he do? Uh, he's um, kind of a, a Nordic, Norway-based uh, wrestler. Yeah. Because he's massive, isn't he? Yes. Let's be honest. Huge. What's he? What is he? Six six, six seven, and he's yeah, about like that. What? Two hundred and sixty pounds, two hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah. He's just a big, big guy. That's. Uh, yeah. And he wears bright green as well. He wears, yeah. Yeah, the bright, uh, the bright green tights and uh, <coughs> black shoes. And he looks like an oversized Poddington P. If Jeez. I'm honest. He looks like Seamus just without the red hair. <laughs> and he's and he's slightly more tanned and he doesn't wear trunks and he's not ripped. Uh, but yeah, he looks like Seamus. Um, <laughs> and he's not even he's Irish. Not even he's not even Irish. Um, so he's technically fuck all like Seamus in fairness, but still. Um, that's probably the worst analogy I've ever heard of a wrestler. This is why you and me as a tag team started to just develop slight cracks you mean not really on the same wavelength um, well, we're, we're good we're good um, so that was your favourite match um, singles singles match um, is there an ideal opponent in Germany or anywhere in Europe or whatever maybe even the world who would be your ideal uh, opponent so you want to know who 
Who would you like to wrestle? Dream match. I want to fight. Yeah, yeah. So basically, if the book had come up to you from CWE and said, "Right, Eagle, you've got," who would it be? Should we say it's? It could have been from the past. They could be dead, like no offense or anything. But do you know what I mean? Like a, you know, anyone. Well, who would it be? So our eagle ponders his um, his his answer. I've stumped him with this one. Um, are you going to say something? Yes. Okay, go on I then. Got, I got my decision right now. Oh, okay, go. Um, my dream match, I want to fight a, an early Bret Hart. Okay. Or Dean Malenko. Because <coughs> I like technical wrestling and um, I think they would have uh, get the best out of me. They're like the pioneers of... of Technical wrestling. Yeah. Yes. What about like a Johnny Saint from World of Sport? Like he he like revolutionised technical wrestling. Like obviously he's a, he's a, a Brit, but would you class? That's class? the reason why I don't want to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Bret Hart, Dean Malenko. Okay, boys, if you're listening, Eagle has opened up the challenge. CWE bookers get it booked. They're still around. They're still uh, non-contracted. Maybe Malenko is. Don't know. Get it booked. Um, might cost you a bit of money though. Open challenge. Open challenge. There you go. There you go. So just to remind you guys, um, Wrestling on the Road is brought to you by Standring and Hair Designs and PNB Wrestling. Again, a little, a little shout out to my guys at the Indie Corner. Um, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. So we're bringing this podcast, unfortunately, to a, a close. Um, where can people find you on Facebook um, Twitter Instagram Snapchat Bebo uh, Myspace whatever um, yeah just check out our Facebook page which is uh, the German Eagle as simple as that um, or you follow Classic Wrestling Entertainment also on Facebook or uh, our home page which is uh, cw-wrestling.de that's where you can uh, find the most of myself. Cool. Anything else you want to plug? Do you want to plug the show on the 26th? Yes, we have uh, another tag match on, uh, unfortunately, in September, which is a, a long time to go. But um, to every German who uh, is around uh, Hemsbach at uh, Classic Wrestling Entertainment, should visit that. <coughs> uh, should visit that match where the European Union, which is you, uh, Virtual, and myself, will beat the hell out of uh, always horny. So uh, I guess they won't be horny after that night. I'll make sure we castrate them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So CWE on Facebook, on the web. Uh, check out the German Eagles Facebook page like share make a comment tell him whatever douche he is whatever you want to say um i offend him quite a lot all the time um okay just moving quickly um i will be appearing on june 19th at hope wrestling in derby at the polish club and then saturday the 20th of june i will be in birkenfeld in germany for um Championship of Wrestling or COW followed that by 
the 26th of June at Hope Wrestling in Mansfield at the Forest Town Welfare Working Man's Club. Followed that by the 27th of June uh, in Wales at the CCW Carnival event in Clan Dudno. So, thanks for listening, guys. Um, if you don't like listening to it, don't listen to it again. But subscribe, write a review, let me know what you think. Until then, cheers. <laughs>